This is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me for 100 regular episodes. That's right. It's the 100th episode of our regular episodes in the podcast. And I was trying to think of what I should do because, of course, you know, we're base 10 animals. And I thought, well, how do I commemorate and celebrate and uh, still serve the podcast uh, to its uh, original uh, vision with what I've been wanting to do with it? Well, uh, I thought... You know, there's uh, somebody that I've had in my pocket for a while, uh, and that is this episode's guest, Harrison George, that is uh, puts so much effort into thinking about improv, art, and everything. And sort of, I know that, you know, there's no real predicting for exactly how a scene is going to go or how a conversation is going to go, but I felt fairly satisfied and fairly convinced that whenever, well, because it's the case, whenever we start talking shop, uh, we talk for quite some time, and it winds up being illuminating for both of us, and both of us uh, feel free to defend and challenge our positions, opinions, and those of the person that we're talking to, all sort of in the pursuit of having a better understanding of things. So um, I felt like we were going to have a good conversation uh, no matter what happened. And it is a long one, as you can probably tell by looking at the time, which is exactly what I wanted. And it was, you know, I I think that he and I both probably had a situation happen where afterwards we were thinking about it and we came up with more points that we can't possibly share. So if this is overload, uh, when you listen, it could have been so much more and think of what it's like inside our heads. But also, uh, I wanted to do something a little bit different here, too, in that I know that um, when I'm hosting these podcasts, sometimes it can sort of be me doing a little bit too much uh, driving or interviewing and sort of sitting in that host role when the conversation happens. And really, I wanted to free both uh, Harrison and I up from that and allow us both to have as natural a conversation as possible. So I asked... Harrison's good buddy, Eli Mandel, and uh, my lovely uh, special lady friend, Mary Lynn Hyder, to come on and uh, facilitate the conversation, which they were both so kind to do. And uh, I think that it, it, tur- it turned out in a way that I'm very happy with it, so I hope that you find it interesting and enjoyable yourselves as you listen. In the future, if you've got a suggestion for myself and a guest to use uh, on a podcast, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N science at gmail.com with the subject line suggestion, whatever you care for that suggestion to be, in the body of the email. The guest and I will open it up right before we start improvising and go from there. If you've got any other kind of correspondence, please feel free to send along to that same email address with any other subject line. Of course, uh, what I wanted to do this time is, since I had both Eli and Mary Wayne here, I wanted to pull the lens back just a little bit or uh, expand the eye, the aperture of what you might be seeing a little bit to, to show you know, sort of how we respond to suggestions. Um, Normally, I tell you what the suggestion is in the intro here, and then you get a cut and we start improvising, and there's no way to sort of tell how quickly uh, we start processing or how quickly we start making choices. So since I had Eli and Mary Wynn here, and they were going to be a part of the podcast anyway, I asked the two of them to give us our suggestion, and we would go from there. And uh, I think even that is kind of an interesting node. So uh, look forward to that when we get in there. 
Oh, and just for a recommendation, uh, it's if you're looking for a summer album, you know, something that perhaps you could enjoy the wee hours of the hot evening with, with a friend and a beverage of your choice, Hamilton Lehauser, the uh, front, front, front man of the Walkman, just came out with this great album called Black Hours. Feels like adult summer to me. Uh, it's got kind of like what I imagine, sort of almost like a Sinatra vibe to it. Uh, and I just love him as a singer and a songwriter so i've really been getting into it i've declared it you know the uh, the summer for me for this most particular and important summer and you know uh i'd say it's at least worth giving it a spin for you but here we're going to be doing quite a lot of improvising quite a lot of discussion so uh why don't we get onto it rather than just have me sit in solitude it's so much better to collaborate with others so here is harrison george and i improvising to a suggestion that you will hear delivered to us by the very gracious eli mandel and mary wayne Hyder. we have a two-part suggestion <laughs> i produced the adjective and she has produced the noun. And here, here it is. Okay. Timely. Wallpaper. Oh. Great. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. This is good. I feel like this is a wall we're going to want to keep looking at. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think, uh, I think the choice that was foisted upon me by my ex-wife... Davis. It was, you know, didn't didn't have a didn't have a sustainable window. You know, was, I no. think that you know, thanks, thanks. Oh, yeah. And no, thanks for coming over and like re, uh, you know, putting some structure back in my life. I know I've been a little bit crazy. David, nobody wants to see you back on your feet more than me. I, I have. I feel like as your friend, I have a lot invested in you. And these last couple of months were scary. Yeah, no, they're scary for, for everybody. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. you and for Claire. I wish I. I'm, well, not, I'm not going to speak no, badly of was, Claire. Yeah, no. I don't. I'm not that I kind can't of perceive a situation where she was troubled at all. You don't think? No. No. She took off a lot of work. Yeah, I know, because she could. She had an excuse to take off work. Her marriage was falling apart. Your marriage? Yeah. No, I know. I know it was my marriage. I see that now. <sighs> I just no, feel just, like I, I'm, not, I'm not here to pick sides. Yeah, no, we're building. I'm here to rebuild. Yeah, we're building. I wish nothing. I'm not going to be. There's a lot of people you could talk to who are going to say terrible things about Claire. And you will, in, in time, encounter them. Yeah, no, I'm going to seek those people out because it feels good. It feels good for well, me that, right now. I'm going to put my foot down. That's not what I'm about. Okay, all right. I'm no. here to rebuild. No, I appreciate yeah. it. It's like I was. It's like I was. It was like I was a fisherman who had a partnership with another fisherman. Right. My whole life. Right. We'd go out. You know, thirty years and, of fishing together. Yeah, exactly. Thirty casting the nets. years of casting the nets, and then all of a sudden, I get a boot in my rump, and I'm overboard. Right. My not just fired, not just let go, but she no. tried. I mean, yeah. In this in this metaphor, she tried to kill you. Yes. She tried to end your life. Yes. 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 She. Yes. Yeah. And now you've lost metaphorically, her and also. I'm, well, not, I'm not convinced. The case that is her, still the case is still okay. open, and I'm not. I'm, none of us are allowed to talk about it. We but, know we know that we're not allowed to talk about it because evidence is still on the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. Until no, they get those, I, those I know reports what I feel in, in my gut. So, but back in the metaphorical world, yes. it was you were the lighthouse as my head wow. was 
dipping under yeah. the blast. As you were bobbing and, and yeah. starting to sink, you kicked your shoes off yeah. and started to swim. There was a time when I thought, well, maybe I should just, you know, maybe this is it. Oh, yeah, let the sea take you. The water's so cold. Yeah, it's inviting, right? Yeah, it's, I've, I've eaten many fish. I've taken so many fish from the water, maybe it's time to let the fish devour me. And that's just exactly after 30 years. After 30 years of being married, who doesn't want to just die in an ocean? I think that's, you need to come to terms with the fact that that's completely fine. Yeah, no. When I, Deborah died, when she died so unexpectedly. Yeah, no. I, I, con- I talked a lot. I talked a lot about killing myself yeah, openly in yeah, public. Yeah, no, I know. To strangers and to loved ones. Yeah, no, I, I heard it a few Right, times. I mean, you caught yeah. most of that, right? Yeah, you yeah. you were there when I spitballed ideas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, well, never, I never settled on one. No, and I'd like to take a little bit of credit for making you uncertain about what the best way to right. do it would be and so you made it ever I think you fed into that you know how indecisive yeah. I am yeah no we're there and for each other it's the same the same gene inside of me that I can't decide what to eat at a restaurant it takes me to you know 10 minutes yeah. to decide that yeah. saved my life well and then you second guess you know we should oh. get something to eat yeah we put a lot of is there effort. an Outback Steakhouse around here Ah, uh, man. Let me rephrase that. Where's to... the closest Outback Steakhouse? Yeah, I think it's over by the mall. Ah, uh, that's not too far for me. Well, no, yeah. I, guess I put in true. four strong hours in this apartment. Yeah, I no, like I, I guess deserve I could, some... I'll jump in the pickup and follow you over, and we'll eat at Outback. I'm going to have and some beers. You, you want to drive? Well, I mean, I guess I sh- Yeah, okay, yeah. But then you, you're okay leaving your car here, and then I'll come get you... Yeah, we'll work out the logistics okay. later. Okay. I'm going moment right, to moment just, now. You know, okay, all right, sure, yeah. If I could, I think I'd like to add a runner. You know. Oh yeah. The, uh, is that the the the, yeah. the the hallway? Yeah, yeah. No, Yours. I mean to the wall to the you know. No, we've got one. I've got one wallpaper here. Yes. You know, for over the hall. Yes. So, oh, wall, I see. And then yes, I like to does. cut a runner. To put a runner oh, above it, you know, I see. so it's exactly. like it's just a little bit of a contrast. Yes, exactly. So and just popped in there. Right? You, you have to say these ideas out loud. Uh-huh. I've been in this business for 35 years, five years more than that, this marriage of yours. Mm-hmm. And I, I know from experience, you have to say your ideas out loud or they get lost. They really do. They get, they, they sink to the bottom and they disappear forever. Like you would have. Yeah. No, I guess you've I, given into yeah. your darker impulses. Well, you know. I think that that's uh, one way to look at it, but then sometimes if you uh, are too, too much of a jackrabbit about getting your ideas out there, then uh, you're just lay you're you're, you're seeding the fields for many a fight. I get why she left you. Oh, that is you pick and you pick and you pick. That's really hard. I don't think I was picking. <laughs> I, you were picking. I don't think I was. Picking. I'm here as a friend, and I gave no, you a friend price. No, look, you admit that this is a friend price. You can't expect to pay seventy five dollars for four hours I'll of work. I'll pay you whatever you. It's not about the money. Don't give me the discount if you're gonna exact it emotionally. I'm gonna wave it above your head. No, well then I'll pay full. You'll, you'll, you will pay $200 an hour. Yes, I'm happy to pay $200 an hour so that you can't take it out of my ass. Claire had all because of the money. Because I've had... Well... Do you think that was a secret? Uh, we all know. I know that she was awfully fond of talking about how we did not have a joint bank account <laughs> and yes. flashing, flashing her cash and cards. I always notice in conversations you said her marriage and our money. Yeah. Don't think that didn't get... Well, well uh, yeah, but I said that obviously joking. You know, I said... You, nudged, you would nudge me when you said it, but that's not our, a joke. Our money. Yeah. But... That made me sound like I'm in cahoots, I mean, like I somehow support that idea. What? You lived off of her. No. You lived off... No. Did you not live off of her? I... I'm not here to take sides. 
No. I'm shedding some light. Oh, it sounds like you're taking your side already. Look, I, I don't understand. Just, uh, oh. oh, wow. Things got heated. You know, I was down at the university a little while ago looking at some continuing education classes, and I got a credit card. So I am happy to charge it <laughs> on the credit card. Okay. $200 an hour, four hours. $800. $800. What classes are you going to take? Uh, I wound up not signing up for any classes, oh, but I did walk oh. away with a credit card. And oh, Are they still doing those credit card scams down there on the campus? I wouldn't call it a scam. I did get a credit card. And a free pizza. That's what it was. Well, the deal was, right? You get a free medium I, pizza if you sign up for a credit card. I didn't get a pizza. I got a oh. plastic water bottle emblazoned with the logo of the oh, university. So, David. But I'm filling that with whatever I want, and it has held up so far. You are a lone guppy so, out there by yourself. <laughs> yeah, no well, I, Claire was your school. Yeah, She's gone now. And the yeah. sharks are just going to circle you. I guess uh, there's... Are you my keep now? So, I, no, I, no. I'm not your responsibility. That was rhetorical. Look, I just... I guess I'm attracted in my life to personalities that feel free to belittle and hurt me. Oh, That's wow. what I see. Okay. That's where I'm seeking emotional... See, what you're doing now is sucker. pushing me away. That's fine. Let me... Uh, do you have one of those machines? No, I don't have one. The I know carbon, exactly like, like a uh, cab driver machine. Yeah, I don't have one. Of I those. haven't been in a cabin long, <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I don't know what a cab driver has. Uh, they have all, everything you've ever seen in a cab, plus that one new thing. Okay. In so the last ten years, that's the the only new thing that you would find in a cab. Oh well, I mean, how would I know? I I'm familiar with the, the hardware store. Yes, and pizza places. Most for some reason, mm-hmm. pizza places more than other places. Seem to have adopted that yep, form of yep, yep, registry. Yeah, like, no, they seem true. to re- be really eager about yep. it. Yeah, when I go over to Rudolph's and get my personal right. pan pizza, onions, pepperoni, green peppers. Rudolph's, where everybody knows your name. Mm, that it, yeah, that's what you'd think. But I mean, we carry on conversations occasionally, like we know each other. But I have yet to exchange names with any of those people. With Rudy or Rudy Jr. Or Diana. And oh, it's actually the really... It's the Rudy, yeah. Wow. Rudy and Rudy Jr. That, so that little... The, the dude with the white hair and then the guy that looks exactly like a slightly less fat version right. of him. Like time has been nice. Life has been nicer to him. Uh-huh. Like That's just him. That's, that's Rudy, Rudy Jr. Who's Rudy Jr. 30, 30 and 60 respectively. Yeah. I redid their whole lobby. Well, it looks great. And they paid $400 an hour. For 16 hours. Well, that's commercial, not residential work, so it makes sense for the rates to be pick, slightly pick, different. Pick, pick, pick. <laughs> I, I don't understand how that's a pick. It's not a pick. Well, what is it? Is it a compliment? <laughs> Let's go black and white. I'm, David, was that a compliment? Look. I'm your best friend. Was that a compliment? I think that you're pushing it into a dimension that is unfair. It was a clarification of oh. what the reality is. Okay, was it necessary? Yeah, I think so. Oh, then there. That is, if I could boil down your broken marriage into one sentence, it would be, yes, it was necessary. Why, you told me to fight more. You said that I should have fought more. I said stand Just. up for yourself. Oh, yeah. She gave away all of your hobbies. She wouldn't let you paint, David. Uh, well, she did What kind of woman doesn't let her husband paint? Well, one that has an idea about how she wants her house to smell. Okay? So... You know, I guess I could have snuck away somewhere and painted, but then she would have smelled it on me on my hands. You know? I, you had a gift and you squandered it. Well, you know, I, if it was a squandered gift, maybe it would have taken me further faster. 
And you're going to school, and I'm sure you're going to wind up in communications well, or something. No, I'm not going to school. I didn't <laughs> sign up for any classes. I just just got the credit card and the water bottle. And you walked away. You didn't even go into the main building, did you? Which I also did. Well, I mean, it was. I guess it was a union. And that was a gift. That was an alumni gift. What? I could write that up. The, the, if, oh. you had, if you had gone into uh-huh. uh, the mezzanine, I did all of the mezzanine. Wow. And I donated it. And they named it after me, and I didn't, I, I, they didn't have to. I think I'm going to go back there, because I stopped at the MasterCard table, but there was still a Visa table, so I think I could get a, a dollar, you know, because I'm running out of my limit. I certainly will have run out of it after I pay you what you were owed. $800. Yeah. If I could divorce my best friend, I would. Ugh. Well, there are no currently no legal, no legal paperwork. It's so good to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our time. <laughs> oh, brother! Awesome. Uh, oh, fantastic. All right, let's shuffle it around. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's swing it this way, and then. Great. Um, so, uh, Harrison uh, and I are, you know, being sort of the uh, the the. The, what the, would you say? Kind kind of verbose. The, yeah, verbose and um, sort of uh, aggressively uh, intellectual right. style of performers and players that we are. Um, I knew I knew that we would we would have the opportunity to bloom into a lengthy conversation. But I thought also, you know, it being the first time that an episode number has hit triple digits. Well, thank be, you so much for having me. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Look, I, yeah. I, said, I said it before we started really recording, but like the opportunity to have, you, knowing that we would wind up having a lengthy conversation mm-hmm. and one that would divert into interesting culverts that I yeah. could not anticipate, <laughs> um, I, I stuck you in my pocket so that I could have it for 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 a special, you know, sort of uh, numerically significant episode. And in addition to that, um, I uh, I asked your good your good pal Eli Mandel, my best to uh, <laughs> your best friend yeah. to uh, to come and uh, facilitate the conversation. Eli is a previous guest on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, at the uh, Jangle Heart Live episode, okay. which was a, yeah. which was really a blast. Um, and uh, it's nice to have him in a semi more conventional area. <laughs> and then of course Mary Lynn Hyder, um, the love of my life that uh, has also is not an improviser. Um, uh, but has appeared on a number of episodes so far uh, <laughs> out of out of my faith in her ability and also my desperation to uh, <laughs> to, to uh, fill in with guests. So e- each of them are going to facilitate the conversation um, so that uh, so that you and I can you know en- endeavor to be a little bit more a little bit more passive in the way that we approach <laughs> yes. uh, that, that we approach things and maybe a little bit more reactive because. I mean, certainly, maybe the first thing I will say about that is that, like, I, I had a, a, I had a blast playing that scene, but yeah. I could, you know, it's obvious how like we're both so ready to pull the trigger, you know, yeah. that like within moments we were just like, you know, flying at that yeah. conversation so hard, and I think it was really fun and it was really like a great time but it's you know it's interesting how I think our aggression made <laughs> us like start playing a scene a, this heavy relationship yeah. scene right away and like that no with no thing. no concern of locate on my end at least yeah. like, location or physicality yeah. or anything like that I just made a few mental choices of like you know, yeah. as soon as you said great I was like that's the start of the scene. So something's yeah, great. It has to be. And that's aggression, yeah. I was just like, okay, we're, pr- pr- we're very s- productive aggression. We've got the you know, we've got a we've got a wall that we put wallpaper up 
uh, on and wh- why is that and then from there so yeah. you know, it didn't seem like we were a couple so it seemed like we were again maybe because of our hyper masculine aggression it seemed like we were two guys and so I think that's where it that that's where that flowed out from and snowballed so, yeah, snow, yeah snowballed from there so uh so we're, uh, we've already done it. So what? What did you guys? What did you guys think? What was? Uh, what? Did, what did you guys think about the scene? What are you interested in? You know what? Were, what? What stood out? Yeah, I mean, I, I really liked it. I think. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys, like, what? Uh, what made you decide? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, what made you decide? Why? Like, in those first why? moments, is like, what made you decide to have that? Harrison, maybe Harrison, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like, what made you like start attacking? What about Jorn's like voice and like uh, and like general being and the thing kind of made you decide he's weak and I will attack him? <laughs> did I, did, this is great. Did I attack him from the get go? Did it feel well? You know what? Was, was there a, a sharpness to the tone? Did I feel like a total friend or did I feel like a very I, I, you know, at the very beginning, I really did think that, like, I was, I was in a place of, uh, it, it, you know, within sort of, it's not like we really even established that much of a context, but we sort of oh, established, Oh, not the flimsiest like, of context. Yeah, yeah. Like a very, like, emotional report. We're standing in front of a wall. This is what yeah. we know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And something has gone up on it that we liked, you know. And You're proud of, of yeah. over the course of it, sort of context came out on the side, I think, but... At first, I really thought that you were there to support me. And, so, <laughs> yeah. and to be fair, he, this character, or I in the scene, did think he was helping. Yeah, yeah. And, and basically, wasn't. sort of like projecting backwards <laughs> along our relationship, I expected that it was a relationship of support, that you were there while no one else was for right. me. You know, and so I think that led me at first to sort of wallow <laughs> and to... You know, to, to like, show your underbelly. Yeah, to like feel, as things tumbled out, I started to feel, um, you know, to start to feel that feel into sort of the the misery and rejection of a of of, of a failed marriage. Right. You know, and so like the initial feeling of I'm here with someone that I can trust and be mm. ugly in front of and all that stuff allowed that kind of. To right. bloom into that, and so when and that was immediately when you well, I mean, I, I think that you know we had a few, we had a, a, to me it felt like we had a buffer of that enough so that when you really after we <laughs> after I st- we started to discuss going to the outback, and I felt comfortable dithering <laughs> about it, and then you laid the smackdown on yeah. me for dithering. It t- immediately, you know, was like, oh no, wait, I'm very pathetic. Like I have no one to support. Yeah, me, you know, and it this is who you it. consider your best friend, and he treats you like yeah. garbage. And it rechanneled, sort of like, you know, like it. We had that pinpoint of where we were playing, and it, it as we played, sort of like, I had an internal backfill of like who I was, right? You know, of like. D- Sort Every of, moment forward give you two moments backwards. Yeah, sort of like, of like you, you see your whole life fall in, in front of you. Even yeah, even without saying it, something concrete, it, I felt you know I was making choices internal to me that yeah. if it came up, I would say what oh, it was. Yeah, but you know that was that backfill was happening, and then when it turned into more of like you're more of a hostile presence, it it. That that like recalibrated. Yes, I was yeah. like, okay, that's the, these pieces of my history that I've selected are 
you know, maybe the how I have felt in moments of rosy glow, but now I'm being confronted with the actuality, and the actuality is reaching right. into my context this way, you know, of like right. basically being like horribly lonely and you know, like difficult to deal with, but right. pro- I also still felt like the level of reaction was, you know, probably from the people that I've like. I feel like people are hard on me because on me as this character because they just can't take yes. how weak I am, you yeah. know. And like both my erstwhile ex-wife and you, yes, are like can't have had to deal with my Up to weakness the neck in it. for so long yeah. that you feel comfortable lashing out and crushing me. And I feel <laughs> like that's what happened. That moment happened, and I think yeah. that was a really interesting. That was the gratifying moment. You know, to me, what what made that the scene like even more interesting yeah. because we were kind of talking about, you know, I was being driven by this thing that had happened off camera, kind of, right. and then it drove us to the point of having a mirror situation. Yeah, I became camera. the stand-in for Claire. I yeah, mean, like, I, I immediately took her side, even though I said I wouldn't. And even though I was pathetic, yeah. like I still feel like there probably we were both off of the. Off of the true axis of sympathy, right? Like somebody right. could really still choose which person that they right. Felt Neither of us were had were perfect individuals for sure. Yeah. So yeah. for me, to to your question, mm-hmm. I came into it wanting to be on your side, and a, as a performer, <laughs> like I wanted, to, I wanted to, I wanted to be there because I felt that same thing of like we are yeah. proud of what we've done. We don't know what we did yet, but we know that we liked it. And that we want to share in a moment of that. And then we fell into just uh, talking. We, we fell into the just the simple act of, like, you got screwed over by a woman. Which is, like, the <laughs> oldest story in the world. And it's the easiest way for two men, I think, <laughs> to really bond yeah. is to shit on a woman. And I think I got, as a performer, I got, not scared, but maybe uh, restless. Uh-huh. Because... And Eli can attest to this. That's a lot. It can sometimes be a real go-to for Cool Jacket, which is a team. A oh, one of the yeah, teams yeah, uh-huh. yeah, In yeah. terms of one of our go-tos is, what's going on with your wife, man? Like, we have a lot of scenes <laughs> yeah. where we just play those idiots who think all of their problems in life stem from a bad wife. Like, we like right. playing those kind of idiots. And so, in the scene, I was like, what if I, what if instead of, instead of chasing that, of just like, hey man, you're great. She doesn't know what she's meant. <laughs> she's the idiot. <laughs> Which is interesting because we could have played that and it would have been to me, I would have known the game very yeah. simply, but it would have built us. Maybe we would have yeah. lived in that for a beat and then said, okay, what we would have done, Jordan and Harrison would have been like, we trust each other, we like each other, let's move forward. And we right. would have talked about Outback, but been on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And instead, I was like, what if I go the opposite way of what Harrison usually does, and I just attack? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it create, I think that was a great impulse, because it created so much more of an immediate and rich like interaction, right? You know, because it's like, but that, the question, then it brought but the question is to, to happen between us. Did you know? it push you, did you, Joran, have to start doing extra work? Because I led you down this path of believing, okay, we're two buddies. We're on. It's, it's just the same. Very simply, we're either in a scene where we're on the same page or we're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like that's fifty percent of every scene is you're either on the same page or you're not. And uh-huh. I led you down the path. We're on the same page, and then I chose to attack you once your defenses were down. Well, you so know, did you have to do work 
to be like, oh, he's not on my page. I have to put my defenses back up. I, you know, the thing is, I don't feel like it was work. I feel like it was a, it was a catalyzing moment for play. I hope you know? so. Like, yeah. I, I'm much more happy sort of reacting to things happening. Right. And it was... It, you know, if we're if you're if we're playing out a template, we're not really ha- having the opportunity to live in what it is. Exactly. And so it became a very lively right situation, which I really enjoyed. I really you know? enjoyed that fact too, because to me it was very surprising. Because yeah. nine times out of ten, I always am always on the same page in terms of like whatever this guy thinks, yeah. or whatever my partner thinks. I'm I'm that same guy. Yeah. We're two peas in a pod. We're the same brand and two bodies. Yeah. And today I was like, "What's the opposite of that?" Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, that's that 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 you're that you had such uh, an architectural view of that because the you know the upshot of it was something that was much more sort of like messy and chaotic and naturalistic, yes. you know, which is what I desire. Right. You know, it's rather than sort of saying, "Well, I know what this is." I, re- I just want to live, and living is messy right. and not very well manicured, and has right. long stretches. But you know, I mean, the thing is, as soon as it became somewhat oppositional, there, it, I feel like a lot more sort of like sub funny things started to happen. Right. You know, where where like we found moments to walk away and then return. yeah, like little pieces of things yeah. just kept falling out that I thought were like. Or I had much more fun doing, you know, yeah. like the, you know, the, the, that, you know, the fact that you, I was going to have to pay you at, <laughs> at your usual rates, you know, like made me think of like, made me think of something that would be really pathetic, you know? Yeah. It's like and the fact that you, you gave in so card, fast. You know? it's yeah, like, exactly. It's like, Which was so great. Or, you know, having to deal with the fact that, yeah, I'm not painting anymore, you know, like, that, <laughs> you know, it's like all that stuff was like, yeah. You know that that it was it was just sort of like the curly cued details off of the main thing that we yeah. were doing, but they were I feel like they were much more lively and enjoyable than than prop than prior to that sort of switch in dynamic, which was you know? easier, which comes with its own thing. So like the bigger question then is like in a scene, do we or you specifically? Do you like getting surprises? Yes. We, we feed, we say that we all feed off of surprises. Yeah. And we love X Factors, right? Yeah. And we love people that we don't know what they're going to do. And somebody once said that an X Factor is somebody you like to watch and not play with. And it's like, it, 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 it can be more work. It depends. It, you agree that it can be more work. Well, see, the thing is, the I think that there's there's kind of, you know, there, there's a confusion of of sort of different perspectives that happens there where you know the, the kind of the an x factor is a giant is sort of a giant umbrella of right. like there's there's yeah. different things underneath it right there's like, intentional and unintentional yeah i like playing with x factors that are still oriented towards playing with other people yeah it's it's so that makes a big difference yeah if it, if it's if it's if it's sort of someone who's very selfish and yeah. impervious to adapting based on the inputs that go yeah. back to them, well, then that's not very. That's you know, it winds up being kind of almost like short form. It's a closed stuff. circuit. Yeah, only satisfying themselves. You're just justifying anything they say, right? And it's not really. It, there's no. There's no build building. You know, there's right. no sharing of of what you're doing. So there's no collaborative building. But if it's someone who just is going to who experiences the world differently and their natural reactions right. to things are wildly different or even that they just have a sense of whimsy and they're going to make another choice right. than what the choice is that is obvious in front of them, yes. then I'm on board for that because then 
I'm going to wind up playing something that I have probably have not had the opportunity to play right. before. And if they then listen to me right. when I react to them, and and it and it creates you know that sort of like cascading effect, yeah. then that's great. That's amazing. You know, I love well, I love playing with people like that. You know, to me, it seems like it's a, the difference between process and product, where it's like you like it because the process becomes more lively and while you're in it moment to moment you're you're given more to choose from and you're giving a lot a lot more data to to take in or however you see it but maybe the product which is the overall scene like if we uh-huh. look back at our scene if i had just stuck stuck to what we were playing which was two buddies griping about life we would have talked about your wife for a minute and then talked about our jobs probably and then talked about the bigger world and like everybody treats us badly. I would have been divorced too, I'm sure. We're two divorced <laughs> guys drinking beers. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm just a widower, which is sadder. And it's like we go back to that idea of like neither of these characters are wrong. Right. This guy's who can be mad at a widower? I mean, the thing is, I feel like that could work out too, but but you know, if if we just played a, along that stretch like that, it yeah. would have been kind of antiseptic, you know. We, yeah, we, we needed some. I mean, the it, the scene picked up when we both ha- actually had had emotion towards each other. Right. Had things to feel about, you know. Right. And we never like really. We still maintained our relationship. Neither of us right. walked out. Right. You know, but there was there was emotional intensity, and that and that's, you know, that's the thing. Is this isn't it, it's not writing. It's feeling. So I think you know right. that makes this more effective. So. You know, even though we're both sort of like more intellectually based performers, right. our capacity to perform emotionally, I think, is what is actually what makes us good and interesting. And let me ask you guys this: Please. Uh, How do you think this scene's different, or what do you gain, what do you lose from doing it in podcast form? Oh, if this yeah. scene were on a stage. Yeah, I've been thinking about that all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, I think as far as gain goes, uh, the the. The the set like scenery, you know, like the imagination of the scenery, it yeah. puts it, it puts it in people's heads, right? You know, and so like it did for you, it did not for me at all. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw the wall, yeah, and that was it. Well, oh, oh, <laughs> if we do not talk about it, I do not see it. If I'm not touching it, I do not right. see it. But for for us, but for someone who listens to it, oh, right, they they're going to believe absolutely. That, you know, they're smarter than I am. They <laughs> well, know how to build a world. They'll have an immediate buy-in. You know, yeah. they're not going to see the visual input that we have here. So the, oh, they, that's so do, weird to think about. They'll yeah. do all the scene work for us. You know, as far yeah. as actual sort of like body positioning and physicality. Oh, and all that absolutely. Stuff. Yeah, that's you a know? very good point. And there's also the ability to sort of like really stay locked on to each other. Yeah. You know, like... A lot of eye contact. More, yeah. more eye contact in this scene than the last 10 scenes that I've been in. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, it's sort of like, since we're right here together, like, the rapport is like, we're going to be going at each other. Yeah. You know? But and none same. of the energy was lost. It sounds bad. Yeah. None of the energy was lost to an audience. We didn't pause for laughs. There wouldn't have been any. Uh, yeah. But it's like... <laughs> There was no. It was just us, and so everything you gave me went straight to me. Yeah. I received all 100 yeah. of your energy, and you received 100 percent of mine. Yeah, and I think that's why it intensified and ratcheted it up. Yeah, in a way it might not have on stage. You know, and the but you know, and sort of it's. I think it's like flip side right. stuff to that, right? Like we don't have any feedback, right? Which know? is essential. Yeah, it's like part of a part of the conversation, the improvisational conversation yeah. is is the is what we do be- between ourselves as performers, but it's also what we do with right. the the passive part of you know I, I, it's a it's a uh, 
it's a communal brain, right? Mm -hmm. So like the active part of the brain are the performers, the neurons that are firing, but there's a passive part of the brain too that's recording and observing. Mm -hmm. And so we're operating without a huge part of our communal brain without anybody actually sort of there to, uh, there to uh, observe us, except for you guys, which actually was like one of the, I mean that's a good juxtaposition is why I like doing this yeah. with other folks around like why I like recording yeah. a few at a time mm-hmm. because it makes things feel a little bit more relaxed and it also yeah. gives us a sense of the community that we may be missing if it's right. just the two of us you know like there are moments when like where I could see people reacting to things that were going on in the scene and that like gave me that the endorphin rush right. of a like light, a light yeah, turned on. Yeah. Of like approval and feedback yeah. that you get. And in a technical, in a very technical, very straightforward sense, you understand a little bit of what to follow. The audience uh, can tell yeah. you like this there's this is rich. This area yeah. is rich for exploration. This is interesting. Yeah. Let's yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed this. There's something here. Yeah. And when you go off on your own or what I do, I mean the the royal you, but what what I really mean is me, when I go off on my tangents that like only satisfy me. Which is like usually when it's a very abstract idea, and I'm talking about the yeah. possibility of maybe this happening. That's funny to me. It's not funny to most people. <laughs> so it's like I need to be. That's why you have to be in front of an audience. Is like the audience is like, no, go do that at home. Yeah. <laughs> do something now. Like that. That's what I'll ask. Is like, how much did we do in this scene? We were emotionally yeah. very present. Yeah. But it's like I didn't move. If, if I had been standing on stage and this was the scene, mm. I wouldn't have moved an inch. And I'm not saying you have to move to make a good scene, but I'm really I do wonder how much did we do yeah. in the scene? And in well, every sense of the word. It's funny, I mean that's part of it too, right? Like it puts us into mm-hmm. a very mental space, you know, it makes right. it conversational and like very to conversational. do something physical is outside of what seems like the natural content of this thing right so like we are kind of in whatever this is and the ability to have mutability of whatever it is is um, a little bit more of a struggle like it is a much more of an obvious and um, jarring choice to change characters, change locations, oh, yeah. do time dashes, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. I, I, I felt like when it, yeah. it it's great when it happens, but it's Have you seen rarity. time dashes in episodes? Uh, or I feel, like, I feel, I feel like, like maybe once a time dash, maybe. In Libby's episode, you guys play different characters. Yeah, but it's, really cool. it's a rarity yeah. for that to happen, you know? Right. Because so, it is, it's complicated. Yeah, yeah. Without the physicality involved, it's much harder to communicate that in the moment. Yeah, yeah. The cues are like different, and, and it's just. It feels much because we're operating so much in this locked-in channel of our imaginations mm-hmm. and talking to each other. To actually make the leap to do something else feels much more like it's it like it's breaking the uh, br- breaking the, the the cast of what right. we have set, you know. And at the same time, it's like we have only done you and I personally have only done maybe three scenes together yeah we at have the not playground played or something. That much, and yeah. so it's like but that's usually sometimes can be par for the course with your guests oh, bringing sure. in yeah, people yeah, that yeah. you love to watch from yeah. afar yeah yeah so it's like there's a lot of factors going into these scenes and they yeah. can't be judged for quality yeah. because so many new variables are being introduced yeah I, f- I certainly feel for a lot of the people that, <laughs> that, that like those I, poor I guests who like, sit and do a scene with Jordan well it's like they're, I mean it's you know people are people are, are great you know and I want to make them feel comfortable yeah. but I also realize like how much we don't typically perform 
in this mode, yeah. in this style. And yeah, I'm usually playing with people that I don't play with. Right. I just like. Right. You know. <laughs> right. And so you know, because I've 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 played with most of most of the people that I regularly play with. I mean, there are yeah. a few that I haven't gotten on yet that I that I usually play with regularly. But for the most part, like within the, my first, you know, relatively, you know, within my first twenty five episodes, I knocked out the folks that I play with. Yeah. Your uh, usual a cohorts. lot. Yeah. yeah, like the people that you expect to see play shows with me, and that's yeah. you know, I mean, part I think part of this is is. It is satisfying the desire to play with the people, other people that I want to play with, yeah. because I love. I'm a, I am a fan of improvisers. You know, we have and a great so, community. Yeah, I, we have no lack of strong talent. I want to yeah. play with those people. Yeah, you know, I can, I completely understand that. To where, it's a, were you about yeah, to ask? Yeah, okay. No, I've just been. Um, there's. Uh, so the the thing that struck me out of the conversation that you just had was mm-hmm. how how um, how fast and tight it is. Yes. And and so the way that you were talking about that was how you weren't necessarily leaving room for the audience to tell you what to do. But I feel like another um, sort of side effect of this is that you lock in and you go fast and hard and you don't actually also maybe give yourself the space yeah. to hear Absolutely. things. Absolutely. 100%. And, or not hear things because that sounds derogatory but I mean that sounds like it's a criticism there's a really bad need... scene <laughs> well I had a good but time like, doing it so. yeah, it's, fun. it's it, process not product it, it fits in with the re- <laughs> the full body of my work yeah. why change it I had, a, episodes, I had a great right? time you know yeah, why, well, do a good scene now? why start doing a good scene now this and elsewhere you know it's sort of like I don't know objectively how it is yeah. I just know that I had a good time right. a dollar doesn't know he's a dollar that's ignorance is bliss yeah that is not my point at all. <laughs> I completely no, agree. I'm, one of I my favorite things to see on stage is to see you guys take your time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to see um, to see what happens in that space. We would have had a completely different scene if I had breathed at all in those in those <laughs> that ten minutes. Well, had I taken one breath or one pause? Not just you. I think I think almost everybody in almost every scene, including myself, any time I've ever done it. That makes me want to see what that scene would have looked like with pauses, because it's not just, it's not just breaks. It's a moment of reflection, and like you, mm-hmm. you are at the point, Jorn, where you can do the you can do the the pre work, you can do the busy work while you're in the scene, and like you said, every moment forward gave you two moments, like every moment gave you an idea of who you were. That wasn't happening for me at all. <laughs> there was no work involved. I was just talking and talking and talking and talking, and had I stopped. I would have realized, like, what's going on? This guy's a widower. He's an he's a, he's a, he's a interior designer. He's got all, like, what is this guy's deal? Do you and think then, that would have been detrimental to you, Harrison, if you had stopped? Or do you think it would have been helpful? Because I know you, and you can yeah. think about a scene to tell you yes. you don't want to anymore. Yeah. Well, I don't think pause is necessarily about reflection. I think a lot of action happens in pa- in, in, in mm-hmm. silence. I sh- pause implies that there's a, a, a gap. stop, yeah. that there's a halt. But mm-hmm. I think what I'm talking about is, like, it's just space. Where oh, yeah. where things are still happening, and I think that it would be interesting to me to see um, h- how l- listeners could intuit action in space. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, give no. them give them fucking more work to do. Like they're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, like don't paint everything. Yeah. What did, well, they already built the room for yeah, us. Yeah. Yes, know? exactly. So they're, they're, they are miles ahead of me. I don't even know. I'm in a shed or a, <laughs> I don't know. I saw the this campus. I went to my campus, which was Emporia State University oh, in my uh-huh. head, because they did have this thing where Chase would come oh, and give every, away pizzas. That's I, a thing, right? Yeah, it's like it, it oh, really Jesus was. Christ. It's just like cheap ass stuff to get. Yeah. Kids credit cards. It was specifically in college. It was Chase would give you a free credit card if you signed up. It took 15 minutes to sign up. The line itself was 20 minutes. So I was already invested 35 minutes. And they said, you'll get a free pizza when you're done. I signed up. And then you walk into the Domino's, which is next door. And it was a defranchised Domino's. And they refused to take down the sign. They lost their license and never took down the sign. And you walk in and the guy had a, a row of pizzas already made. So I got a cold medium cheese pizza for signing up for a credit card. But eventually, I was so freaked out. I was like, my parents are going to kill me. But I got denied because my credit. Is- <laughs> so I, I actually won in that situation. You scammed a free cold pizza. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, yeah. I but just, that's the only, mo- that is the only moment in that 10 minute scene that like visualized for me. Oh, that's so fun. Well, I think that's actually like really, yeah, that it's, it's one of the things that when, when it tumbles into my mind, I get, I get fascinated with it because yeah. I do think it's like, culturally something that happens to us that we yeah. kind of don't talk so about that great. much. And you're but an adult. You're, you, you were a fucking adult and you fell for the yeah. dumbest scam. How <laughs> yeah, could anybody love you? It just makes I'm it even more, more pathetic, you know? Yeah. That's a, but, but I do think but that's, back to that point, that's, yeah. that's really, I mean, it's an interesting thing, the, that notion of space and, and taking pauses. And I think this, I think because we're both sort of like hyperactive and pursuant, you know, this was probably an especially, oh, you know, yeah. an, an, an especially, like, distinct example of yeah. what it is like to go so fast, you know? I'm always trying to work on chewing my food. Uh, yeah, and yeah. it's like, the, one of the pieces of advice I got through going through, well, going through I.O. was, like, treat your words like poetry. And I don't, like, <laughs> in terms of, like, I don't have any respect for the shit that I say. <laughs> like, you should treat it like they're dollars and and like quarters and i treat my words like they're pennies and i just throw them up and i'm just like i hope this helps i'm just like in a scene i'm just like i hope this helps i really hope this and i just talk and i talk and i talk well it's i mean it's funny some of it lands and some of it's just you know babble well it feels i mean it definitely feels like you know when you're playing it's like it 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 is not it's uh, it's very intelligent but it's uncalculated (laughs) internal monologue yes you know yeah and so it feels like um, it, you know, uh, sometimes it's got like a professorial feel to it, you know, of yeah. like, here's, you know, I, I, here's, I have valuable things to say, but here are the, here's the undigested version yeah. of the valuable things. Oh, I have absolutely. Everything so, I say is a rough draft, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's unfortunate. But of interesting ideas, a very interesting. It's unfortunate idea, you know? that I appear intelligent because I think I, I waste a lot of people's time <laughs> and I lead them down bad paths. I'm a great example of why you shouldn't follow logic because logic can lead you to anything. Like, you, like if you follow every single step, you can still end up in a dead end. Yeah, yeah. and it's like there's no guarantee that it's going to get you anything. And that's what I found in a million different scenes. And that's what I like. I, I'm interested to hear your opinion. That's what I like about improv is like. Improv. The reason I'm doing improv in Chicago is one to to really understand comedy. I want to mm-hmm. boil comedy down 
to a mathematical problem. I think that I, I am naive and, and optimistic enough to think that I can understand comedy to its most basic level. And then two, I'm here absolutely to understand myself as a person. Yeah, well, I think that's, I think that's going to be an interesting combination. Because right? <laughs> I might both, be left wanting. Well, it's just both necessary. You know, yeah. like, that's the thing is I think that, like, there is a mechanical structure to it all, but it also just the process of finding things funny and the joy of it and, and comedy it is is visceral and, yeah. and fairly animal, you know? Yeah. And so and base. Like you can figure out the math, but the math is just the math is a skeleton and you got to put uh, the, the guts and the flesh yeah. on it. To really have it walk, you know. I mean, yeah. that's what I find fairly dissatisfying about seeing, you know, the 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 often the coastal versions of the Herald, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. because they are they're just going for they're go, they're going for math, yeah. you know, and it's like it can work, but. But it doesn't, you know. If you perceive the, if you perceive the formula, then there, it ro- it's robbed of the surprise. Oh yeah, and absolutely. so when and the heart and the emotion, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of components in it. So it winds up being like not yeah. that, uh, not that effective. There's a, a lot difference of the time, between yeah. it being correct and being satisfying. Yeah. If you did it correctly, well, congratulations, that's great. It's like putting a model together. It's like, well, yeah, if you follow the instructions, you're going to get exactly what you expect. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it will be, and that will be marvelous to some folks that aren't familiar with the concept, yeah. you know, but like for people that are familiar with the concept, then they're, then it won't be marvelous. It'll right. just be another, it'll just be another, th- another object. You know, another everyday mundane object. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it won't c- contain any amount of surprise. Yeah, that's what most of us are looking for. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, I think it's a, a little bit of, fi- you know, figuring out the math of you know, figuring out comedy means actually getting to the point personally of yeah. having some degree of release of control. Yeah. But I think you know? that's confusing because there is so much math involved. There is so yeah. much. Especially oh, in how Joran sees improv, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's... And, yes. like, I'm thinking of, like, like the... Um, like, you made me think about, of, of like, Lewis Carroll's syllogisms. Oh. Which... Are, are all about logic and absurdity yeah. and, and the way that those wind together and, and the, the idea of of the space that I was talking about earlier I was thinking about that maybe for listeners that is only that only winds up being satisfying if you create a rhythm where there is a payoff in silence as opposed to just having the silence and 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 you having some sort of blind intention in that silence yeah you know what I mean well, so, the, I mean, I don't know the the image the the image that popped into my head that may or may not be apt is mm-hmm. the is the you know is if if correct structure and the mathematics of it is like a ray of light, mm-hmm. then yes, you're trying to shoot that <laughs> ray of light, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you, you understand how to shoot that ray of light, mm-hmm. but there is the animal black hole that is also required uh-huh. and it only yeah. really works when the light bends because of the black oh. hole you know mm-hmm. like, I love the idea of a black hole being required you yeah. know like so you I mean, have <laughs> the world the, the universe yeah. has yeah. to have black yeah. holes the, the they're as essential is as the, any other element. yeah mm-hmm. I, that's I mean yeah. that was the image that popped into my head is that that, that 
you know, platonic ideal is the structure, but the, the, the concept of structure itself is not funny, but like mm-hmm. putting it into an yeah. actual place where the bent light is what yeah. winds up being the comedy. And the mm-hmm. bent light comes from an aberration that, that, and that allows that structure itself, to exist, but bends it away from structural yeah. intent. And it almost you comes know? back to what uh, MW was saying. is like, it's almost a contradiction of like, you have to have the formula and then you have to deny the formula. Yeah. You have to have both. Yeah. And it can't be a formulaic denial. Yeah. Because yeah. oh. yeah. it's yeah. like, because then yeah. you know, then you'll get then you'll get the the yeah. bad version of boyish shows. Yeah. Oh. Where you know, uh, where what what we're constantly doing is like is like a lot of subversive anti improv stuff. Yeah. And if it's inspired, then it w- yeah. can be good. Yeah. If it's not inspired, then it's just a bunch of adults doing dick sucking yeah. jokes, <laughs> and then it's like, well, that but that's well, there's there's a hollowness to that. And that's know? the interesting thing about our scene. Like, I don't think any either of us would call it the best scene we've ever been in, right? Right. Uh, and yeah. we've all been in good scenes, better better scenes. But it's like we've also been in worse scenes. Yes. And I can sit here and tell you two or three ways we've already discussed how I think the scene would have ended up being more satisfying if we had had pauses. If I had been on the same page, that's my opinion. It's like that would have led us to a more satisfying, maybe yeah. satisfying. But I also know I can clearly point out ways we could have made the scene I could have made the scene a lot worse I could have told you that I was fucking your ex-wife and whether or not that would have led directly to a bad scene it would have been very predictable to be the be- the scuzzy best friend yeah. who's like I have to tell you something I'm sleeping with your ex-wife you know the thing is I, the thing is though I think a lot uh, you know a lot of those the those a lot of that is informational like, like the a lot Am I only of, operating on one like, I'm, I think I'm only that, looking that, at, that at, at so information that, where it's sort of like I kind of feel like the the that that we were oppositional actually made it a better scene. Like I think it upshifted. Wow. When when we when it got to that oppositional yeah. point, and so I think if we were on the same page, that it would have been operating in a less emotional place, yes. and so it would yes. have felt less real. And so but it would have been funnier if we I, both knew the game. I like the back so. of our hand, I it think, would have been funnier. I think I would have enjoyed it less. Well, yeah, and, but those are two separate things. Funnier is the and, goal, and I don't. And, but but I also, say that again. I don't think funnier is the goal. Yeah, well, I uh, agree. This too. is process versus product. But I also don't think it would. I but I also don't think it would have been funnier. Oh, I do. Yeah, because I I feel like the the it was the the that shift in the dynamic that created an opportunity for funny things to really happen but like things the 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 up to that point like i feel like there w- wasn't a lot of stuff that was particularly resonant yeah. you know right and so but the, we were just warming up we were just agreeing we are two buddies that like each other and are real going to bitch about how the world is unfair to uh-huh. us the wife claire being the world uh-huh. And like, and naturally, we would have moved past Claire to talk about her jobs and all that stuff. We were just getting to that point of a group. We were just about to agree, okay, without a shadow of a doubt, this is what the scene is about. And I actively chose to run in the opposite direction. And Eli can attest, I almost never make active decisions in scenes. That's one of five active decisions I've made <laughs> since moving to Chicago. See, I think it made that a way better scene. That was really, one of my favorite, possibly my favorite point in the entire thing. Yeah, exactly. That was what I think that, that you... See, that's that, interesting. That probably... Well, I mean, it could just be we have different tastes on, on this kind of thing, but I think it's... Yeah, more. you know, I'm starting to think we don't have anything in common <laughs> after an hour. Well, I just yeah. think that, you know, that there's... that, that the. 
I guess I almost kind of don't understand. Like, I don't understand how it, how it would have been funny because it would have been so simple. We're just two buddies. It would have just become. We're, mm. We would have just been two buddies complaining about the world, and all we would have to do is load our guns with bullets about how the world has fucked us. Yeah, I think that's, I, that's absent of it's absent of true content, though. You know, and like what's sort of, true content? Well, I think that the uh, you mean emotion? emotion? Yeah. See, and I think that's the thing is if that if we were you can doing have a that, funny scene though without emotion, and like you said, it can I, sometimes exist coastally. See, and I, we have people in this city yeah. that can do that. That can just be funny without emotion. But they're so funny, you forget to think about emotion for those three minutes of that scene. I think that's a rarity for me. Okay. You know? Like, I'm not that impressed by pure architecture. Anymore. Like, yeah, well, it's been a while. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's, like, a lot of brainiacs that home in on right. funny idea. And right. I, the thing is, that's great. They could probably make me laugh if I read their material. Oh, you know? I see. But there's an absence of balls to it that makes it a museum right. piece rather than a performance piece. We saw, Eli and I a couple of months ago saw, we were just talking about it on the train, we saw a two-person show. It was uh-huh. a man and a woman, and it was at some far-off far theater. They had just started about four or five months ago, the, the group. And they played a two-person scene that was just like their version of Dummy. Mm-hmm. And it was two very believable, very grounded people. They were brother and sister or like at a funeral or something, like yeah. talking about their mom's estate. And it was 25 minutes long, and I totally believed that they were these people. They inhabited it perfectly. Mm-hmm. There was a strong emotional connection, and I didn't laugh the entire time. There was nothing to me that was funny about it. And it, I thought about, like, you can do that. You can get on. Some people are able yeah, to get on stage yeah. and be a person, but. What are we doing? I, and this is... I'm playing uh, devil's advocate because sure. I'm always yeah, yeah. going to play... That's why I moved to Chicago. It's like, I'm, I need to get better at playing emotion. Yeah. Well, I mean... We could I have think... played that game, our scene, very simply. We're like, we're two buddies. Let's just list all the ways the world has been hard to us. And you would have made it a very funny scene. But I think that, that in my assessment of it would yeah. have been much harsher right. and I would have felt worse about it. Right. And funny Be- isn't the bottom line. Because yeah. I think I think even if I were to put myself out like outside of myself and watch that scene, yeah. I would be I wouldn't find it f- funny and I might even be frustrated at it. You know, okay. because I would be like stop jerking off and feel something. Man, but that's what's going to make me laugh. You know? I don't know, man. I think sometimes you can be so funny that you put that stuff aside. But I, th- I, I'm not saying no. I can be that funny. I'm I, saying that kind of funny exists where you're like, all right, because we talk about the rules in uh, improv, and we all know people that break the rules and yeah. make us laugh. Like I'm thinking of like John Reynolds, who we're told breaks every rule right, in improv, right, 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 which right. is debatable. But I also, but he makes me laugh. Every, he's never not made me laugh. Oh no, he is super funny. But I also think that he's not the counterpoint to like. The idea of playing right. emotionally. He's because, not on the. He's not at the end of the spectrum. He, no, because when he, what he plays, is absurd. Yeah. But it also, all like when it yeah. actually really works. Right. There are absurd emotional stakes. To okay. It. Mm-hmm. And, and the all context that, of that yeah. may change yeah. a lot. Like he he may throw away his feelings yeah. at the drop of a hat, but when he starts feeling again, right. For so, like. He's always at a point of emotional extremity. And all I meant you by know? that is he's so funny, it makes me forget every other aspect of comedy. Like, yeah. He makes me think sometimes you could just strive for just being funny every... I'm like, I wish I was that funny all the time. See, and I and I think that it is that partially exists because of his 
like visceral animal nature. Yes. You know? Yeah. So like that's a, I think the thing is that like complying to complying to simplicity without emotion I don't think would wind up being a uh, would wind up being a pathway to to like guaranteed success. Okay. You know? Like All right, I, I, of course I know, believe. Yeah. There would be I feel like, you know, in this case like I think that there was a there was a a search going on for trying to figure out what this thing was about. Right. There was and some lost time. Even if we understood that it was even if if we had agreement and we sort of settled into that agreement, I kind of feel like we Still wouldn't have found anything. Yeah, it was. It, the I think, well could have been dry. The well could have very well been dry. Yeah, I yeah. think it was actually your your sort of choice that was the discovery. You know, I hope so because for me, I, I just don't trust my own instinct in that this is the most fun and artistically challenging scene I've been in in a while. Where in terms uh-huh. of like, I actively yeah. chose to go the opposite way of what I was comfortable with, and then you and I were going toe-to-toe, line-to-line for yeah. what felt like seven minutes. Yeah. Of yeah. like, yeah. just, it was pure reaction at that point. Yeah. And, well, and I loved it, but like, I'm like, how could that, is it possible to be in a scene that's process, in terms of process, completely satisfying? I was completely satisfied in terms of like, I learned more about improv in that scene than I have in the last two months. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, the idea that it's also fun to listen to, like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, you know, but I actually, I think this actually comes back to Eli's question about how this differs. Because often, still, often, coming out of these scenes, I'm like, oh, well, I did, uh, I, just like I said, I had a really good time. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. And right. it's when I go back and listen to them, I realize that the like good. Like, I hope they're, so. they're, That's it's the whole. Yeah. like it winds up, you know, where it's one of those things where I'm just like, I feel like a jag off for laughing at myself <laughs> yeah. oh, and yeah, someone yeah. else that right. I know. But even even knowing what it is, but I am laughing at it because I think that you know, it's in terms of. What so it was, yeah, yeah. In terms created of, right in front of you, yeah. Right. Like it, it's there. It's generally good. Like you know, for whatever else I have going on, I have really good taste in improvisers. <laughs> so like when I perform these scenes with people, yeah. like it's you know, most of us are, have some level of self doubt for our skill set. Yeah, and so we'll inherent. walk yeah. away from it being like, oh god, I hope that was okay. But then I wind up, you know, then as like sort of the part of myself that is the, that later serves as the passive brain and absorbs it, I'm like, I'm often, you know, pretty, pretty well pleased at like the, you know, the worst thing about this is the production quality. (laughs) If I had decent production quality, everybody would listen to it. You gotta get get a sponsor. You know. You gotta talk to Nike or somebody. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right, guys, this brings up a good point. Who's your least favorite improviser in the city? around. MW suggested that we a do a lightning dunk. round. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I had, yeah. I had written down some questions, questions, a lot of which you have already covered. Okay, good. And a good. lot of which I don't enjoy. I wrote them at work and, <laughs> and like wrote the, and then read them later. Thank you both for your patience and participation. This is yeah. exactly what I wanted. I, I was hope. really hoping that you guys would like talk for hours and that I would not like. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't tell it on the tip. We've been here for nine hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The dawn is broke. Yeah, yeah. everything. The eight hours left on the cutting room floor <laughs> yeah. were just the were the bad spots. Yeah. Were, all right. <laughs> there are all the pauses. Ten minutes of good stuff. Eight <laughs> hours of bad stuff. All right. The first question that I wrote down while I was at work. Why improv? <laughs> uh, 
No, but what may and they maybe this will do with a quest lightning. Yeah, lightning. lightning. Yes, so yes, thirty seconds each. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, until I ask you a new question. Okay. Right. Uh, so and this may I'm gonna combine question one and question twelve on my list. One, why improv? And that could be like, uh, what's your opinion on using improv to do other things? So what what did we do in improv that we can't do in film or books oh, or yeah. poetry? Mm-hmm. Uh, what and then uh, how do you feel about uh, using improv to create film or books or poetry? Go. Uh, okay, uh, why improv is uh, stumbled into it, it, it as a seventeen-year-old, and then it just—it's so magnetic mm-hmm. uh, that, but that plays into the other part of it, which is I—I uh, I do have a compulsion towards artistic expression, and uh, and Harrison's been saying process and product a lot, yeah, and yeah. my, my one of the things that I say is that the process is the product. And so, in execution of the process, I'm producing the product, mm-hmm. and that for everything else that I try and do, whether it's um, you know music or writing or uh, or drawing or whatever, um, the, the part that I am fascinated with and find the most um, most fulfillment in is process. So, like if I if I produce any other piece, I'm engaged while I'm producing it, and then I set it aside. And so I can actually be an active, concentrated artist by focusing on the part of the creative process that I enjoy the most and then also get to use other people's brains, you know, get to be part of a brains in a series so that I can, that, that I have the inputs and can, and produce thoughts that I couldn't produce by myself. Cool. Harrison? I would say also I found Improv at 17 and... It was just a heightened form of public speaking. I was a very shy individual up until that point, and it taught me how to be around other people and try and try and try and try and just be... You, you just meet... In improv, you meet a hundred different people, and then you play a thousand different people. So it's like through that, over the years, I've been able to understand so many different people and their points of view. So I'm just trying to understand what it means to be a human, and I'm using improv more than any other art form currently to figure that out. Hmm. Cool. All right. Cool. Question two. Uh, <laughs> this is really dumb question. What's your third or fourth favorite improv team in the city right now? Like, oh, that's great. What's a team that you don't oh. like go like, oh, that's my favorite team, but every time like you you see oh, them on man. the website, you go like, oh, I'll go, I'm going to go check that that's out. That's great. Yeah. Uh, well. Let's give some shout outs to our buddies. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, obviously I'm a huge fan. I feel like I should sort of not say any CIC teams uh, because they're yeah. like, they're constantly jockeying for my most favorite. I yeah. mean, I just, because right. Harrison's here, I, I mean, I, it's impossible not to be psyched out of your mind for clockwise yeah. right now. Wow. Just as like, A, there's so many people that, re, like, that other people have no idea about, but they're yeah. one of the most complete ensembles with oh. a directorial voice that is yes. like, strong director voice. It's like fucking amazing where I'm just like, oh my God, every time I see a show, I'm like, Fucking wow! I can see what they're working on, and there's a talented group of people that are executing on it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's not fair to say them. But yeah, strike okay, that, strike done, that yeah. from the record. Yeah, okay. they're gets deleted. Uh, it's just for me. So um, okay, third. So I'm gonna go more like in the you know within the top ten, but because I'm yeah. gonna you know because yeah. Susan's great, Shinbone's great. Uh, I feel like um, you know the. Mad Contender is awesome too. Yeah, all the High Horse is great. Yeah. You know, so, like you know, Lancer. so, so yeah. like yeah, Lancer put on one of a perfect show, 
what you know, which I only see every couple years. Yeah, not it's too a long show. Yeah. So it's like so uh, so that that's just the CIC shout out. Um, I lo- uh, obviously I love Meridian at, at IO too, but yeah. I get you know I really have a huge amount of respect for Squall. Yeah, you know, yeah, dude. And I can't say enough good things. About yeah, that. they're like I have I have a massive amount of oh, respect for Squall. Yeah. So like getting a chance to see them, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, they've got a lot of my favorite improvisers, and I don't see them all that much. Um, you know, it's I kind of feel like in that in that <laughs> slot is the you know is is all the all the playground teams I only get ever get to see every so often. Then I think are great teams like Squall, yeah. uh, the Gur. Yeah. And um, Night Shift right now. Mm-hmm. Night Shift is what, is what I was yeah. going to say, yeah. Night Shift has so much going for it in terms of just the people on the team. And, like, you have so many... Uh, gosh, I mean, Night Shift is absolutely who I thought of. All right, Squall and Night Shift. Great. No, 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 no. Also, also cross-pollination. I've been oh, in yeah, love with them yeah. since day one, and I can't... They're oh, a team I have to go out of my way to tell them that they have good shows, because it's like, these shows are very important to me. Yeah, they're right. a big deal. They're a big, big deal. It's kind of CIC-ish, but Yellow Belly is also very, oh very, my very gosh. good. Show. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, <laughs> questions uh, three through seven. Some of them you answered. Some of them I really don't like. Here's a question: What is uh, our as improvisers, and maybe people have been here around uh, 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 like more than a year, uh, and slash a theaters like IOs or CICs, uh, responsibility to women and minority voices in this community. <sighs> <laughs> That's an incredible question. Well, I, I mean, I, uh, it's yeah, it's it's the, that's a that's a, a hard a hard one to to wrap. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of great can lightning you, round. Can question. I ask you just the, the um, to wrap an eloquent voice? I mean, the community's responsibility. Yeah, the I guess so. Con- okay, because I see a lot of people. Like, Do you mean people in power or people not in power? Should I, as a as a performer with no power, should I actively go see shows like Three Pete or the Bob Curry Fellowship, or do you mean like should Sharna and Beth make sure that these each shows team has a, has five women and like three minorities? So the commission, it, Beth. Yeah. Let's say the commission, Beth, and right. Well, Sharna. Uh, I you know it's it's hard. I I can't I can't speak at a theatrical. I mean, at a theater's level, I don't think. I find I find it hard to do that because that's. Yeah. But what I will say is that as it is our job uh, to be to be recogni- recognizing of individuals, yeah. like as I, that is one thing that I can say it, and go out of our way to to pay attention to people that are unlike us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know because absolutely I think that speaking as four white people in a room. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but it's a weird you know it's a weird thing where. Um, if we if the if we if we start saying we are going to have if we start building numbers or yeah. percentages or whatever, then uh, it in a way that also masks the individuals, mm-hmm. you yes. know. And They're so a quota, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel very uncomfortable with that because yeah. um, I, you know, I feel very feminine. You know, yeah. like I I'm right. like a girl with a dick. Yeah. So you know, so like yeah. to to put to say. Uh, that there should be any other treatment to you know to to a, a woman particularly yeah. mm-hmm. for for me is you know make that makes me nuts yeah you know yeah. and to say that that is something that is other than me right yeah. you know and so I think the the i the the ideal is that that 
everyone has access and right. everyone has has uh, equal opportunity. And so, I, you know, I, I can't create a situation where we have that as an over, overall thing as a, as a turn. So we have to take every action we can um, in the moments, you know, of paying attention, of trying to see what we like about people, about yeah. real, about being fans of people that are unlike us yeah. because they have value. Absolutely. You know, that's something that I think, you know, I'm per- particularly cognizant of that with, with And females. you do that actively. I just want to say, like, that sounds like Aww. a passive thing, but you do that Aww. actively. And I think, no, I think Dinner Bell is a really good example of that. Yeah. 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 You know? I think you guys have a lot of discussions well, on Dinner Bell about, like, what is this act? Out. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's just a... D- is it a quota or is it, like, you actively search no, out what you consider talent? it's an opportunity to give, uh, to, to, for us to take what has traditionally been a kind of can, can be sort of a misogynistic dick show yeah. and create an opportunity to have a a spotlight we can turn on people yeah. that we like and think are talented and don't get that opportunity because right. of you know maybe not not because of um, something that is conscious but that is that oh, is there, an institutional yeah. um, way that things have gone you know, I, it's inter- like, I entered at IO for nine months and I watched Dinner Bell every week for nine months and I never once saw a guest a female guest at Dinner Bell where I was like oh she's only on stage because she's a girl oh yeah, yeah. It's, just, like, it's yeah it's people, everybody on stage deserved to be there we're just trying to get get people Whatever that we, we think are good and then treat them like part of the team right you know like that's the thing is that the actual you know, and so that was yeah. one of my struggles. Like I helped put uh, Dumpster together oh. because I was oh, like, oh, see, we've got, what a team. What a we've team. got so yeah. many like four-person all-dude yeah. teams. Oh, million! And the all-lady teams do them get that label like, all-lady team. Yeah. What? Yeah, they they become these all-lady teams, or yeah. even like put that as the thing that's on the forefront of the conversation. Yeah, they that's put, their description. Put femininity before humanity. Right. And I knew that wouldn't be the case. You know, no, I mean, the greatest experience I had was when, when Dumpster went to uh, OSU a few times. Right, to meet with Dolan? And, oh, they, oh, they, they, they just played oh, at, right, right, right. At the, in the festivals. And having just people randomly come up and be like, oh, they're the best. Dumpster's awesome. And it'd be like... Big That's fucking it. galoots, yeah. and you That's know, great. and it wouldn't be the, they wouldn't yeah. be like objectifying them or anything. It was just like these are four people that are doing a great shit. You know, it's like, it's like I can't, I still can't wrap my head around it. But that was my motivation to yeah. try and help them to get together. Was like we need to have some, we need to have a team of people that happen to be women. Yes, that are not in a self-imposed ghetto yeah. that are going to be as good as any other four-person team. Yeah. And Happen to be. Self-imposed, but I think also there's a systemic issue there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, oh, that has to do yeah. with yes. um, right. advertising and clear. with yeah, yeah. like Promotion. finding a niche where yeah. you are able to perform. Yeah. I, I think that the, something you did that was really great there was you gave them an opportunity to have a, a, a spot to perform that was where they didn't have to define themselves by that. Exactly. Yeah, well, you that's know? and that's the point. And, it was, yeah, it's yeah. almost like outing it now, where yeah. it's like, <laughs> yes, I there was a feminist agenda to try and get <laughs> dumpster yeah. gather, but the feminist agenda was to not have the feminist agenda be right. spoken. It was a reaction. You know? Yeah. It was to to be and like we just made you fail like, in your mission. These are but just like the <laughs> idea of here's a here are great four four great improvisers. Incredible. You should be expect you should be excited to see them play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh hey, also, they, you know what? That it, it just they're they're women, yeah. and so 
but they're completely interchangeable with putting thank you. They're right. completely interchangeable with Cook County. You know, it's like any. It's just a team. It's just a team yeah. of four people, and guess what? They're exactly yeah. the same as you. Yeah. yeah. Fucking guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All I'm going to say is one of my favorite stories is there's that photo, there's an image from a couple of years ago of a young black kid, and he's meeting Obama, and he's touching. He asked, he got to talk to Obama in the White House. He's like six. And he got to touch Obama's hair. That was his one request. was like, I got to touch his hair. And then they talked to him later. He's like, why did you want to touch his hair? He's like, I didn't know a president could have hair like me. <laughs> and it's like, I love that story because it's like, and it's simplified for sure, but it's like there is power and importance to seeing people like you on stage. And yeah. as a white, mainly white male, it's like to grow up my entire life, we have every job. Yeah. I can be anything. And to be a minority of any type and just to see uh, one of your one of you on stage or like one of somebody who represents you or whatever I think that's vital because you you project you can't help how can you, it, you not know? yeah because I project to male and I project to white and I yeah. project to middle class and I project to mixed race so it's like everybody does that to some degree and it's like it's vital that we see people on stage so I'm a little bit more militant than I think your viewpoint which is like we should have teams that are based around quota or this or that for maybe one generation. Push it really hard so everybody can see, yes, this is exactly how it should be. Well, I do think it's generational, and that's yeah. why I'm like, that's why I, yeah. that's why I think indiv- individual action is necessary and yeah. why I also feel hopeful because right. I feel like this is a conversation that still is like comes up because it's still there's systems in place that, right. that make us continue to see it. But... The, but the people that are coming up behind us are it's less of a thing oh, for them yeah, 100% you know? absolutely and so that is and they are going to carry forward future generations are going to carry forward their own minorities yeah. they're going to have more there will exist minorities that we have never even thought of yeah so I mean, we'll have robots on stage we're cyborgs we're going to have to suffer yeah. with our uh, with our ennui and our guilt yes. and our struggle that's not going to go away yeah. for us so we need to keep trying so that it's less of a thing yeah as it as it goes on, we Absolutely. can't solve it for us. And I'll say, I, I, I hesitate even adding future. women into this thing because I think in the improv community now, there's no, like no difference between like. We just women. saw a movie that had an improv, a college improv group in it. Oh no! Just this weekend. Oh and yeah. There were it was like three guys and three girls, and I wow. leaned over in the movie theater and said, "There's too many girls." <laughs> and Jordan <laughs> said, "Not anymore." Yeah. Aww. And that's true. But uh, so, casual so encounters where there's I think four women and five men, and yeah. the women are a billion times. Well, because they got and look at, they uh, got slack. Who's that's not right. Oh no, I was thinking. Uh, of I was thinking of Denver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Casuals, Laura, all the oh, Shinbone girls. Laurel, Libby, and Becca. Becca yeah. I was thinking of Denver because they are also more ladies yeah. than, oh, than, I think than dudes. Like that and, too, and, yeah. and they get slack. It's yeah. like, it's Boss. just a fucking crusher. Right. This might be my last question because yeah. all the other ones I think are garbage. Uh, <laughs> this one I think even came from, uh, I asked uh, Alex Hahn and Cal Corpening if they had anything to ask you. This was one of them. Oh, whoa. Uh, I, cool. Great dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they both uh, better than up. you. Why didn't we invite them? <laughs> <laughs> they were busy. Uh, I think this was Hanitz, but it also has an equal chance of being Kyle's. Anyway, but uh, how has your approach to improv changed? And I'm going to add this. 
Jorn uh, specifically, uh, how has your approach to improv changed since you started the first episode of Promethean Science? Yes. And this is, I don't think I've said this, this is my favorite podcast I've ever Hands seen. Oh, whoa. Hands, Hands down. down. Hands down, yeah. That's really to, nice. To be on this show is the equivalent of being on Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Such oh, a big wow, deal to me. So how do you think your improv has changed since amazing, you started That's a Promethean million dollar Science? question. Um, well, um... You know, I, I feel like it actually has given me some opportunity, like, it, it, you know, for so long before I started doing the, before I started doing this, I was thinking about ways that I could be more academic about, yeah. about right. my pursuit, you know, because I was, I was identifying myself as an improv academic and, uh, but I wasn't doing any academia, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. just like. Well, when I say it, it just sounds like I'm tr- I'm trying to, like, have an excuse for why I don't want to try and do the things that other people do to get famous. Exactly. You know, yeah. but but I really had an impulse of like this is you know th- this is the most important this is my craft this is my medium yeah. and this is the most important thing I'm going to wind up doing right, and so, you know, I had dreamed up all these ideas for ways I could pursue the pursue the academics and actually sort of. Doing this is like uh, I can make decisions to pursue the path that I claim uh, that I claimed and did desire, but didn't really pursue up yeah. to this mm-hmm. point. I mean, and this you know it doesn't take a ton of time, but it you know it takes time. It's effort. You know, it's it takes time effort. and effort, and it impacts our lives, and right. you know, and but knowing that too, it's um, it permits me to realize I can still keep pushing, and I can still keep making decisions and, yeah. and explorations and do things that weren't obvious to me before that don't have an like don't have a really obvious precursor for how I can pursue um, my understanding of this yeah you know and so so that's a huge thing but then you know sort of like more day-to-day too is that you know I've, I've always tried to watch the shows that I've played with I've always tried to be aware of people that I like. You know, I've always tried to like can remain being a fan, and I think that that doing this is it, it has reinvigorated that in me, reinvigorated my desire to encounter new people or to watch people yeah. grow or and to be a fan and to be impressed. It's like it's it's helped my egalitarianism. Yeah, you know, because I play with people that maybe have only improvised. A little bit, you know, and yeah. Th- and we're un. There's no differentiation between us, you know, right. and it's, you know, it's one of those things that I that I felt like that I thought of like, well, you know, you don't carry your years on stage, so really the people that get big heads about doing it for a long time only become worse and, and are fucking yeah. dickheads, yeah, you know. But now I feel like I have tangible proof of that. It's made me more assured about my point of view. Yeah. I think you know, absolutely. So I mean, that's. Well, thank you. I think that's a, the. Most of it. <laughs> this podcast has changed me. Yeah, how does how does Jordan doing this podcast? Change your no, I think it, it's exactly what he said. All, all I'll say is like it provided us the ability or the permission to view it academically. Yeah, which to me is so like I said before, yeah. I'm like I'm not doing this. 
I don't have a lot of hope that I'm going to do this and it will result in a job. I'm doing this because it's like it's yeah. a, it's a passion, and I do want to view it academically because that's how I view the world. It's just it happens yeah. to be academically. It so adds like a massive dimension this, to your life to be able to improvise, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, you know. to talk about it. what we're doing it. is building through podcasts like this. We're building a vocabulary within the artistic community. We do not currently have enough words to to discuss <laughs> this art form in the same way you can discuss painting mm-hmm. or yeah. theater. Because we as a community, we've only, you know, modern improv has only been around 40, 50 years. We, don't, we can't even as a community decide what the word game means. Right. We have four or five different ongoing definitions. So it's like through stuff like this, we're getting it down on paper in a way. We're, being a, we're creating a vocabulary that we all can start using. And that's the first step towards like really taking it seriously. Yeah, which yeah. is huge. Yeah, yeah the permission to t- to really be like permission. We are doing this yeah. is art. <laughs> doing this on doing yeah. this on purpose. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, did you? Have well, just also just from what you said, it also seems like you're creating a vocabulary for humanism and you're oh, developing yeah. paths for empathy. Awesome. Empathy yeah. is huge. Yeah, and like I know you and I have talked about that before. It's yeah. Like, you have to have empathy to to really understand improv, yeah. and it's like you have to have empathy to be a good human being. Yeah, There's it's a correlation. It helps there. Communicate, right? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things I talk about in, in like the when I do the class a little bit. It's yeah. just that notion of like we're, you know, yeah, this is it's we we wind up doing we wind up doing filthy dumb shows yeah. that make people laugh, but at the same time, I think we're building cha- channels of communication yeah. that will. If, that have the chance of evolving the race, yeah. you know, to like, to 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 have an awareness of something beyond individual, and, and individually, personally, to me, I'm building empathy because, and I can admit that it, it's a fault that I'm constantly trying to work on. I don't always think highly enough of an audience or certain individuals in an audience, and it's like we were saying before. I'm like. Give them laughs. That's what dum dums. You know, the audience wants laughs. Don't worry about emotion. That's a that's icing on the cake. Give them laughs first because that's what they demand. And sometimes I'll play to audiences and just be like, "You're gonna go home in 20 minutes and watch an episode of Big Bang Theory." Like, if you, um, especially if I'm, I get real bitter yeah. if they don't like my show or whatever. She's like, "Well, it's because you're dumb." And it's like, no, it's not that. Like, I need to build empathy towards an audience. Yeah, and individuals in the audience for F- sure. Find where we. Even if you're doing something that is outside their particular, uh, someone's particular yeah. experience, create a channel by which they can understand you. Exactly. Even if you're horrible. Because they're vital. Like you said earlier, I love the idea of a black hole being vital. Yeah. And it's like, the audience is this giant mass that the I don't understand. Is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that I do not, I cannot understand, and I don't know, I don't understand. They are, I have to understand that they're vital. If I can't understand them, I at least have to understand they have to be there. Well, awesome. Thank you, like, first oh, of all. Man. Let me thank you uh, both so much for having this conversation. Let me listen to it. I had an awesome time. Joran, thank you so much for 100 episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, no. Here's two. A thousand more. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Here's a thousand more. And, like, I cannot thank you enough for stepping down and letting me to <laughs> So, everyone, join so in next gracious. week for episode 101 of the Department of Promethean Science starring Elijah Coyote and Rio Mandel. He's reading it off of his card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thank you.